Chapter 61. Shitty Men. Remember that the best relationship is one in which your love for each other exceeds your need for each other. The 14th Dalai Lama. The ballerina made a full circle before Jake took hold of the tiny figure and ripped it out of the box, taking its mount with it. What the hell, Jake? Sarah yelled, trying to reach for the box. Jake turned his back, blocking Sarah from reaching it. The fuck you doing with that, you asshole? David spat. Not now, dingus, Jake said over his shoulder. Frustrated, Sarah turned around and ran her hands through her hair. God damn it, Jake, Sarah said, turning back to him. This is just typical of you. Jake tussled with the ballerina and the box before spinning around to face David and Sarah. He held out his hand with the closed box sitting in his palm. Sarah didn't fail to notice he slipped something in his pocket. Look, Jake proclaimed as he opened it, showing that the ballerina was back to her rotating best. See, good as new. He always thought he was such a magician, trying to catch the eye while doing something shady in the background. I don't want that anymore, Sarah said as she put her hands on her hips. Wait, this asshole gave you that? David said, storming around the room. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew you were still seeing this motherfucker. Not now, David, Sarah said, picking up her running shoes from the side of the room. Yeah, not now, dingus, Jake said with a grin. Jake closed the box and set it down on the dresser where he had found it. I told you I don't want it, Sarah said, bending down and putting her shoes on. Just get out of here and take it with you. Okay, I know when I'm not wanted, Jake said solemnly. But you're keeping that box. You know how much that fucking thing costs to make? I thought you said you found it in Santee Alley, Sarah said, not looking up. Found it? Jake said with a snigger. You think some asshole would sell a line of music boxes that feature a spinning ballerina to an 80s pop song? Of course I got it fucking made. Sarah felt like the wind had been knocked out of her, but she tried not to show it. He was thoughtful. He was caring. He was the love of her life, and he had just disappeared like she never mattered at all to him. All right, Jake said, shrugging his shoulders. I guess I'll see you around. Yeah, good riddance, asshole, David said, using his hand to show Jake the door. A loud message alert chimed in Jake's pocket, and he pulled his phone out as he walked towards the door. A small velvet bag was pulled from his pocket by the phone and landed on the floor at Sarah's feet. Jake looked at the bag, then looked to Sarah but before he could even think about reaching down for it, Sarah had grabbed the bag. Sarah, wait, Jake said, putting his hand up, hoping he somehow could stop her. Sarah opened the bag and poured the contents into her hand. The sun wasn't shining into the room, but they still sparkled. Her palm was full of small diamonds. This is what you came here for? Sarah asked, looking away from Jake. Holy shit, David said in amazement. You're unbelievable. Sarah said, pouring the diamonds back into the bag. Come on, Sarah, Jake said softly. Now is not the time for this. Fuck you, Sarah said, standing up and slamming the bag into Jake's chest. When isn't it the time? You are a fuck-up 24-7. Jake took the bag and put it back into his pocket. You're such an asshole, Sarah said as she grabbed a hairband and pulled her hair back so she could tie it up. You heard her, asshole. Hit the bricks. David said, throwing his thumb over his shoulder in the direction of the door. You too, David. I want you out of here today, Sarah said swiftly. I'm going to go hike Runyon. Both of you better not be here when I get back. 
Sarah opened the top drawer of the dresser and pulled out a sports bra. She turned her back on Jake and David and took off the tank top she had been wearing. Damn, Jake said comically as he looked at her ample side boob. What the fuck are you doing, Sarah? David spat. Sarah slipped the sports bra on and then put the tank top over the top of it. Jake took a moment to look her up and down, pausing on her ass. You can't go hiking today, Jake said, still checking out her ass. Don't tell me what to do, you fucking dick, Sarah said, heading to the door. I'm sick of both of you thinking you have the smallest say in what I do. Jake blocked her path and grabbed her by both arms. Hey, don't touch her, David said, moving towards them. Jake kept hold of Sarah, turned his head to David and gave him his best, don't fuck with me right now look. Once he established dominance, he turned back to Sarah. You shouldn't go anywhere, Sarah. Even this asshole shouldn't leave the house, Jake said, throwing a thumb at David. Jake, it's too early for your bullshit, Sarah said, looking up at him. What have you got us into? Me, Jake said, letting go of Sarah's arms to raise his open hands. I've got nothing to do with this. You expect me to believe that? Sarah said, poking Jake in the chest. Let's go over the facts. We get woken up to a hail of gunfire, you waltz into my backyard with some fucking guy, and then you come into my home unannounced to get back what I'm assuming is a stolen bag of diamonds hidden in a music box you gave me months ago. Months, David interjected. Sarah glared at David for a nanosecond, then returned to Jake. This is exactly the kind of shit you thrive on, Sarah said angrily. What? You mean you guys don't fucking know? Jake said, looking from Sarah to David and back to Sarah again. How could you not fucking know? There are literally zombies running rampant two blocks away and you guys are standing here oblivious to this? What are you talking about? Sarah said, dumbfounded. This is not funny. Jake lifted his hands out in front of him, tilting his head back and twisting his face as he staggered around the room acting like a zombie. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen the movies, you've seen the TV shows. This time it's real life. I've seen it. I've been fucking chased by them. It's zombies. It's fucking real, Jake said emphatically. Look, I didn't believe it either. It's like a bad dream out there. You gotta believe me, Sarah. For the first time since he had arrived, Jake was serious, and Sarah could sense it. Jake, please, I'm worried about you, Sarah said, looking deep into his eyes. Check your phones. Mine's been blowing up for the last fucking hour, Jake said showing all the notifications that had filled up his phone's screensaver. Sarah looked at the nightstand next to her bed. Her phone was not there. It's downstairs in my bag. You might as well come with me, Sarah said, motioning towards the door. Because you're leaving, and so am I. Mine's dead, David said as he pushed the screen of his phone. You forgot to plug it in last night, Sarah. Sarah looked at him, then shook her head and started walking towards the door. So you're going to go with him? David said, looking up and returning to his petulant tone. Sarah stopped at the door, halting her and Jake. No, but I'm not staying here with you either, Sarah said, glaring at David. Babe, please, David pleaded. Nope, Sarah said sharply. You're never calling me that again. I want you gone by the time I get back. Babe, David mumbled, trying to find another word that wasn't babe. <laughs>